expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with the easy news. The TIEX opened up 35 points this morning from yesterday's close at 13,628 on turnover of 2.4 billion NT. The market closed moderately higher on Tuesday as investors opted to pocket gains after the main board breached the 13,700-point mark in the early morning trading as traders took cues from a rally on Wall Street overnight. Analysts say Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing came off its high from the previous session, leading the broader market to give up most of its earlier gains, while smaller tech stocks came under pressure after a recent strong showing. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs says Taiwan and the U.S. are expected to sign a Memorandum of Understanding in an effort to broaden economic cooperation through the establishment of a new dialogue mechanism. The agreement will reportedly be signed following this Friday's inaugural Economic Prosperity Partnership Dialogue. According to the ministry's North American Affairs Department, the MOU will reaffirm the new dialogue mechanism and allow both sides to pursue more comprehensive strategic economic cooperation in a global setting. The Economic Prosperity Partnership Dialogue is taking place in person in the U.S. Capitol, while Economics Minister Wang Meihua and Minister Without Portfolio John Dunn will be taking part by video conference from Taipei. Taiwan remains 20th in the World Talent Ranking for 2020 after maintaining its ranking from last year's annual report. The report by the Swiss-based International Institute for Management Development for this year ranks Taiwan behind Singapore and Hong Kong. However, the island was ahead of China, South Korea and Japan. The report assesses the ability of 63 economies to develop, attract and retain talent for enterprises operating in those economies. In international news, pro-democracy protesters in Thailand have clashed with police who sought to keep them from entering the grounds of parliament to press for constitutional changes. Police used tear gas and water cannons laced with irritating chemicals against the student-led demonstrators who tried to push their way past barbed wire barriers to enter the grounds. About 40 people were injured, including five who were reportedly shot. It was unclear who fired the shots or whether they were live rounds or rubber bullets. Some of the injuries occurred during a brawl between the pro-democracy protesters and stone-throwing royalists who oppose constitutional change. U.S. President Donald Trump has fired a top official who maintained the U.S. election was secure, disputing the president's claims of voter fraud.
From Washington, Jagruti Dave reports. Tweeting on Tuesday night, President Trump described the statement issued by Chris Krebs on election security as highly inaccurate, announcing his termination effective immediately. Twitter applied a warning label to both of the president's posts, where he also repeated baseless claims about voter fraud. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, led by Chris Krebs, released a joint statement from a group of election officials which said the November 3rd election was the most secure in American history. It had also debunked claims that voting was compromised. After news of his sacking, Krebs tweeted, Honoured to serve, we did it right. Defend today, secure tomorrow. I'm Jagruti Dave in Washington. And Britain says it will ban the sale of new gasoline and diesel cars by the year 2030, a decade earlier than its previous commitment. Prime Minister Boris Johnson made the pledge Tuesday as part of plans for a green industrial revolution that he claims could create up to 250,000 jobs in energy, transport and technology. The government says sales of new gasoline and diesel cars and vans will end in 2030, though hybrid vehicles can be sold until 2035. Automakers have expressed concern about that target, saying the previous goal of 2040 was already ambitious. The government's green plans also include investments in hydrogen energy, carbon capture technology and wind power. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun.